This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who are I'm you lo- talking I'm about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh. Oh, oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words were right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash Media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to The Legend of Retro podcast here live at the Michigan Science Center. With me, as always and forever, are my two beautiful co-hosts. We've got to my right, Xander. And then, to my right, oh yeah, Greg WK. And to Craig's right, um, is nobody. Empty chair. Empty chair number one. To empty chair number one's right. Empty chair number two. Um, so yeah, today we're coming live at this great event, After Dark Vintage Video Game Night, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about a specific topic here at the event. But first, um, I kind of just want to go over real quick. We're at this event. What do you guys think of it so far? Uh, a lot of people. It is pretty good. Um, we got some great games going on, high score challenges, prizes, merch, all yeah. kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, we have 8-Bit Steve and The Glitch uh, are uh, running a little, uh, uh, like, you know, uh, little competitions for uh, video games there. That's pretty exciting. Uh, otherwise, it's uh, uh, just tons of people coming out. You know, this is super exciting. This is really cool, and it happens every year. And we're always happy to be here. So um, let's get into our topic for today. Yep. Talking so, about games that didn't age well and games that did age well. Yep. Because, I mean, we're at this event where you have to be a certain age to get in. Correct. Uh-huh. So, what games? And what games uh, still hold up after so long and games that maybe not so much? All right. So, how do we want to do this? Do we want to go down uh, what hasn't aged well and end on a high note? Or well, what would you like to do? Let's, uh, let's, let's, yeah, let's bounce back and forth between the negative and the positive. So, okay. we'll start with uh, Toy with Emotions. Right. There we go. So, we'll start with uh, a game that hasn't aged well. Uh, Chops, do you want to go first? We've each, we've each picked three games of each category. Yes. Um, I'm going to start with one of my first ones, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. It is... Have you tried playing Tomb Raider lately? I'll be honest, I've not tried playing Tomb Raider ever, really. Craig? <laughs> uh, you know, not lately. That's for dang sure. It is awful. It It's like a lot of those PlayStation 1 era games where you have a different directional button to turn compared to what you have to move. Like, those, tank, like, controls. Tank, like tank controls. And the overall shapes of everything is just awful. The timing is not great for jumps. And the response that you get, it's a PS1 era game, yeah. I, okay, but it just does not keep up with the high-speed reactive games that we have these days. Right. Um, and it's clunky shooting controls. Also... <laughs> There's not a lot of direct. Like, okay, the game, in my opinion, it seems pretty bad. There's not a lot of direction either. You're kind of just Lara Croft in this mansion, and then you try to figure out what to do. You're not really going to get much, uh, uh, like, you know, heat from us on this uh, choice of yours, Chops. Yeah. I think you're totally in the clear. I think almost anyone is going to agree with you. It is not. Well, here's maybe something that'll get a little heat. Was it ever that good of a game? I, for the time, it was revolutionary. It had was it very, or was it because you were in puberty? No, it was revolutionary. I, I think because, Craig has a solid point because <laughs> it was it was almost it was three dimensional. Uh-huh. It was very updated, new graphics, very uh, three dimensional, and, and it was a female lead in a video game. Right, puberty. Uh, no, it's not. It was groundbreaking. <laughs> Fine. I mean, it was. I mean, you have to take it and keep in mind that these were three double D graphics. Three <laughs> yeah. D graphics. I'm all sorry. Right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Xander, what's your your pick that uh, did not age well? Oh, I thought we were jumping back to a thing that you did. Well, I thought we well. would go one each and then we go back and forth. Or you right, want me to? 
we can do that. Is it okay? Yeah, that's totally fine. Uh, so uh, a game that I know I'm going to catch some heat for uh, that didn't age well to me is GoldenEye 007 for Nintendo 64. Uh, I can't believe you said that. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic game. And the reason why I yeah, say it so didn't it, age so it very well... Right. Is just if you go back and try to play it on the controllers now, after being used to the way first-person uh, shooters have worked in the past, I don't know, fifteen, almost twenty Xavier, years. I don't understand. You just you you move with the left control stick, and you just use the right control stick to aim. There's yeah. no right control stick. What are you talking about? Buttons. The, There's the C right, buttons. The right control just stick. The C buttons. The, the C buttons. buttons. They're great. I can strafe and shoot at all in the same direction. No, no it just it's, it's it feels so clunky and it felt so natural when I was younger, but it really did. And that's that's I think a, a really prime example of at the time that was like the extent of what we had. We didn't have anything else, so it was great. And now when you go back, it's uh, not quite the same. If we could go back and like play it with a modern kind of two stick style, I think it would still be really good. But well, if you're going like purely retro and playing with that Nintendo 64 controller for people with free hands, it's not great. Well, I mean, here's the real question. Were you good at the game? Yes. I don't believe it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be salty. I mean, I remember Xander being all right. Yeah. yeah. He was still Andy. Were you a slappers only guy? Only guy? No, man. <laughs> Come on. Slappers only. It's a great game. No, my brother and I used to play uh, Remote Mines all the time. Ooh, oh, that's a fun Century one. Mines yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, Remote Mines. Or it's the one where you throw mines? and then you hit the button on the watch. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, up. I really enjoy the game still. It, the controls, yes, are a little clunky. And it's going to get to one of my games that didn't age well, too. But I think it has to do with the system overall. Yeah. Um, but I really, really enjoy GoldenEye. So uh, whatever. I'll take it with a grand all right, Craig, you're up. What uh, what don't you think aged well? I'm gonna uh, the first one I'm gonna throw out there is Mortal Kombat. Okay, okay. Genesis. Okay. It it, it, it kind of sucks. It's not yeah. that good. And here's the thing: at the time, we all were playing it. And we were like, "Oh my God, there's blood! I, I can you believe it? Mario doesn't have blood. This is amazing!" And supposedly, there's a nudity code. Supposedly, <laughs> I think was is there. I don't know. I don't know if that's ever been confirmed or not. I but. I think it was disproven. Wasn't uh, probably. it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know for sure. But I. Uh, I eventually got old and just stopped caring. Yeah. It. Uh, uh, Here's the thing. I mean, gore and blood, you know, that only takes you so far when you're, like, what What would you call it? Like, pre-rendered, like, yeah. CG, like, characters? There were, um, it was like... It was garbage. It was like, humans <laughs> doing yeah. the movements. It's not, it wasn't CG, it was a motion mocap. Old school mocap. Yeah. Yeah, it was garbage. It looked bad then. It looks crappy it, now. It, it, looked, it was unique it it was when unique. it was released. I'll give you that. But compared to what things are now, yeah, it's, where I don't know of any other game that actually put a physical person in a mocap in a game. Now it's just like, you know, graphics over that person doing those things. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, does not look good. Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> There's another current one. games. Oh, okay, I current games. Think about. No, no, I don't. I, I removed that one from my memory. There's uh, Photo Dojo for the Nintendo DS. Oh, I remember that. I don't, I don't know where, where it had you like use the game's camera to take pictures of you in specific poses. Oh, that's awful. Oh, it was awesome. That it was kind of cool. I brought drawings and action figures to life. It was wonderful. And you could record your own voices for like the certain. This moves. is like the AR move or the cameras that they were doing with the 3D. Kind of. Yeah, but it's sweet. It was, I mean, for, like, if you took it as just a regular fighting game, not worth a dang oh, no. penny. No. But for the gimmick of being able to, like, take pictures and do drawings and stuff and, and use, like, take pictures of action figures, it was great. Yeah, I had uh, my one of my sweet Thor action figures. Oh, as yeah. A, as a playable character. I you only had, like, two buttons, but because you had to, like, share the DS console with a friend. Oh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was real weird. But yeah, Mortal Kombat, it's, uh, I mean, obviously, if the legacy continues, there's a huge fan sure. following for it. But yeah, going back and playing some of those early Mortal Kombat games, you, it just feels so stiff. Oh, yeah, it's it's real clunky, because the thing is, is if you go back to Street Fighter 2, it holds up. It's not bad. Like, it's a little slow. Oh, spoilers for later in the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's go, let's oh, get into uh -huh. uh, to our games that have aged well. Craig, you can start since you left off with yours, and we'll work our way back. A game that has aged well for you. Uh, so this one's kind of cheating because it's like one of the all-time classics. 
But Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Yeah. You, yeah. Would, you would think that a 2D Zelda game from back on the Super Nintendo, like, you know, how, how is that going to hold up? How is that still going to be the best Zelda game ever made? Spoiler alert, it is still the best just, Zelda just game does. ever made. I mean, I'm partial to Link's Awakening, but Link's it Awakening is, is, is good. I'm not but, gonna, but I'm not going to say Link to the not. Past is, is really... I would even say we could throw that on this list. It's, yeah. a, it's a Game Boy game for Legend of Zelda. It has no business being so good. Right. No, and yet it is. Great. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing. And it's, and it's a greatly run speedrun game right now. They have tons of cool randomizers for it. It's it's one of the most popular retro games still out. That, that, that's still played currently. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past 2 has a uh, randomizer, and uh, I, I had started to play around with it once, and I had opened up like the first chest where there's a lan- supposed to be the lantern. I think it's like, where you're supposed to get the lantern. And I got like a rupee, oh, and I was man. like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I just, just fine, fine, whatever. I was like, yeah, I was like, kind of done with it at that point that's a, that's great yeah that was kind of funny i'll have to uh I'll play around with that again sometime uh and since it's already been spoiled another game that i i think has aged well is street fighter 2 hey, and i should have read your list yep, uh, you i paid more attention <laughs> uh because it's an amazing game and pretty much all iterations are still like strong i mean yeah you get a little bit of lag as you're playing and there's some cheap things that you can do but i mean super street fighter 2 turbo is still in tournament play and for good reason. It, 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 it aged to be ported. It aged so well. It's so much fun. And I mean, like, because here's the thing. In Mortal Kombat, when you do the button commands, it feels real stiff. It does. Street Fighter, it's real smooth. Yeah. So, oh, then that's why I still, to this day, can't get into Mortal Kombat-style games, is that thing of, like, here's a button. Let me throw my arm out. Oh, I miss. I got to pull it all the way back. There's no fluidity to the moves. Yeah, that's I'm kind of in the same boat as you for that one. I never really got into Mortal Kombat that much. I kind of like Mortal Kombat 2 when I was younger. I played that at a yeah. friend's a bit, but like I, I don't know, it's just not nearly as good as Street Fighter in my yeah. opinion. I think I got Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 for Super Nintendo and played that a lot, but it was just like frustratingly hard. Yeah, and it was never Street Fighter. Oh yeah, no, it's not. Alright, um, I'm gonna go with Quack Shop. For the Sega Genesis. You mean the game that we did a retro relapse on uh, uh, maybe a few months ago? Yes. I love this game. The platforming in it is solid. The mechanics are great because it's not like you start out with, like, you know, you have a specific amount of ammo for your guy or you're stuck with one level to play. There's three levels you can choose right off the bat. Yeah. Play them in any order you want. There's the order you're supposed to go, but you can play them in any order you want. There's a checkpoint at the end of it. Get you come back. You replay the stages. You do uh, upgrade your plunger gun. Like the game, the me- I love the mechanics. I love the music. I love the the the, the way that you play the game. It's just overall held up a lot. And I think a lot of the Disney games in general of that era are pretty playable these days. Early Genesis platformers? Because, like, when you think Genesis platformer, you think Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. Which I'm not even going to bother talking about right now. And, uh, uh, you know, the thing is, is, uh, uh, like, a lot of those early platformers, though, and the Genesis didn't really hold up that well, but the Disney ones were surprisingly good. Yeah, and difficult. Yeah, they're fairly tough. They're they're not that easy. Yeah, like I can get to the end of Quackshot decently, mm-hmm. but it's still enough of a challenge to where like I need to I need to work on it. And I need to practice it a little bit. But I really really loved it. If you haven't played it in a while, yeah, I would re- highly recommend it. Couldn't recommend it. Couldn't recommend it enough. A really interesting thing about Quackshot is that of all of the games we're going to talk about this episode, it's the only one I've not played. Really? Yep. Oh, I'll have, have you over so you can play it. All right. Um, so then I guess I'll go to it, a game that hasn't aged well. Yep. yep. On mine, it's really hard for me to choose one between the two. I'm going to say the best for last. By best, I mean worst. So <laughs> Twisted Metal is my one. The original Twisted Metal. Another PlayStation yeah. 1 game. The mechanics are clunky. The aiming is terrible. <laughs> like there's a napalm gun that's like an arc and a mortar that's an arc. And like it doesn't lock on. Like you gotta guess where the guy's gonna be uh-huh. and arc it over to him to try to hit him. It's like uh-huh. and you're in a vehicle, so like people are moving fast, and it's just not. It's just not that good. You can't lob a grenade at another vehicle as you're driving, chops. Like lock it in. No, like the current games, you have like some auto aim mechanics in it. This is no. And if you run out of those guns, you just have machine gun ammo. That's all you have. Not to mention the hokey storylines. The storylines are awfully great. <laughs> um, you've got like 
these guys who are basically fighting the devil for a prize, and then some of them get, like, the worst turnouts, even yep. though they win. Um, a creepy ice cream truck guy. Like, it's great. <laughs> oh, I, uh, uh, can I, can I admit something about Twisted Metal? Yes. The only time I've been playing Twisted Metal, like, the only time I've, I've you know, had it, is uh, on a demo disc. Oh, yes, I know I've only about, yeah. ever played Twisted Metal on a demo disc, and honestly, to, to give you an idea, I didn't buy the game. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good indicator right there. Demo did the job. I didn't buy it. <laughs> demo was like, you know what? Uh, do you want Twisted Metal 1? And I was like, no, nah, no thanks. No. Nah, good pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. Hard, hard, hard no. Uh, so this may shock some people to hear me say, uh-huh. uh, but another game that has not aged well is the original Guitar Hero. No, it is surprising wow. because you're such a Guitar Hero rock band guy. Yep. And it's strange to me, and what I'm going to pick apart here for you, Xander, is it is a rhythm game based yep. upon a instrument which carried over to the next game, right? Yeah. So how did it not, like, care, like how, how did it not I mean, you're, you, and you're such a guitar freak, like... Uh, I see what you did there. I get it. I get no, it. My, my beef with the original Guitar Hero is how painstakingly difficult it is to, to pull off the hand on pull off so all the songs that are really fast yeah. that you would normally just like strum once and run your fingers over to play the extra notes oh, okay you have to have like such intense precision to get it right whereas in guitar hero 2 they loosen it up and in guitar hero 3 it's a and beyond it's a joke oh, okay <laughs> it's super easy in those games um and all there was uh, i think maybe aside from the bonus songs I think they were all covers of the music. Oh, right. So going back and listening, and some of them you have like this uh, fond appreciation of like, oh yeah, this is the first time I like I heard some of these songs. Yeah. So I kind of appreciate this version. And you can appreciate the fact that Harmonix is made up of actual musicians, most of which have their own bands on the side. Yeah. Um, that came in and recorded these covers. Right. And they're not, I mean, they're not terrible covers, but once you get so used to the normal versions of those songs, you go back and like, the probably the most laughable one is uh, "Fat Lip" by Sum Forty One. Hearing the guy who sings that song is just—it's like it's laughable. Like Does it, it bother you? I mean, the song's kind of a joke to begin with, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of a, it's distracting. There are certain songs that you just you literally can't play because the covers are so bad. Now, which would you rather play, Guitar Hero One or Donkey Konga? Donkey Konga. Okay, good. Good answer. <laughs> yeah, that's why no just because it's another musical game with a lot of songs that are covers. So I just wanted to get your opinion. That's true. The, the covers so, are in that. So one I can too, deal yeah. with the covers so long as the the gameplay mechanic works. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that was one of the cool things about Guitar Hero Two. There were a lot of covers, but there were also a handful of songs that were original. Like I know Primus have been, uh, came in and, and gave their master tracks, and then in Guitar Hero Three, it was like unheard of that you didn't have a master track, and then everything going forward. Yeah. Now but here's just, now here's the thing too, though. Uh, Chops is uh, if he had decided on Guitar Hero One instead of Donkey Konga. I mean, he just like gave up his kid name for nothing. He did, right? Yeah, just I, no I, reason. I wanted to make sure that uh, <laughs> his his integrity was intact. There you go. All right, Craig. Craig, you're uh, up. Yeah. So this is a, a a game that did not hold up for me. Yes. Is what we're looking for, right? Okay. So uh, the and this is uh, I feel like this is kind of an edgier one because a lot of people really like this game, Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Sonic Adventure yeah. one. I, at the time, I really, really liked this game. Really dug it. And, like, when I went back to play it, maybe maybe a few years ago, it wasn't that great. It, like, you, you get into this hub world, and the music's awesome. The the music's great, and you, you run around, and it's like, you, it's like Sonic in, like, just this regular city. And, and people are, like, having mundane conversations about life. And, uh... You know, and then you get into a level, and it's like, oh, okay, finally, I get to have fun. And, like, the camera swivels around like crazy, and, like, Sonic falls through the level sometimes. It's kind of really glitched up. It is glitchy. I think it was just trying to capture the fact that there was a Dreamcast. You have to have a Sonic game on it, and it's got to be different. Yeah, I mean, they had to go 3D. I mean, it looks nice. Yeah, the graphics aren't bad. The music's good. The voice acting is terrible. Yeah. The gameplay's not great. 
It does have that sweet um, final boss fight with against Perfect Chaos, where it plays Gundam Wing music in the background. Ooh! Except it doesn't act. That's just how the only way I ever played. <laughs> uh, I think that was just because yeah, we blared out rhythm emotion from Gundam <laughs> Wing as we played it. Because you got to admit that is a really BA moment going yeah. super. Sad. In hindsight, we should have been listening to Dragon Ball Z music, probably, because he's he's yeah. super safe. But I remember playing that, and like, I think I borrowed, it, it may have been your Dreamcast or somebody else's. Oh, uh, might have been someone else's? I, I don't know, remember I know we played it, it a bunch. Exactly, I think that's what it was. We played it a bunch on yours, and that's how I got to play Super Sonic, and that mode was just so fun. It was cool, yeah. Um, and then I got my I got my own Dreamcast for, like, a hot second before the guy decided he wanted it back. Oh, yeah. Um, and I tried to play through the game, and I'm like, oh. This just none of this is as good as the final battle. I, I sullied it for you. Yeah, and so even when it came out on Xbox 360 um, in the, the arcade, and I was I told myself for a long time every Sonic game that comes out on the Xbox Live Arcade, I'm getting all the achievements for it, uh -huh. and I just couldn't I couldn't force my way through this one. Yeah, and not in the least. It is it is a it is a rough play. Yeah. Uh, so that leads us into another good game. So we've got we've got two bad games from each, or two games that haven't aged well, not bad games, but uh, so then we're uh, up to you. Harvest Moon 64. Oh my goodness, this has to be an episode on its own soon. Oh, it will. Oh, really? It's so good. Yes. Harvest Moon 64 is, I I argue, the best Harvest Moon game ever. Yep. And I, it is also in my top 10 favorite video games of all time. Yeah. I love Harvest Moon 64 so much. And the thing is, is like, when you look at the game, you think, oh my lord. You run around and, and it's, you just farm and the graphics aren't great. The camera angle is a little eh. But once you learn that all you have to do is hit the, I think it's like the right button or left button to swivel the camera so it's like facing forward. Yeah. And then that's it. You're good for the rest of the game. The camera's fine. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 the Super Nintendo Harvest Moon game on steroids. It's yes. just that, but so like so much more. But not to the point where they, you know, eventually started adding in just so much stupid stuff in the Harvest Moon series. I, I really like Harvest Moon, but you know what? I don't know that I care about the plot of the little sprites yeah. and the goddess and the, the things they gotta do. And they gotta go do the, they go to the magic well because the wishing well is out of wishes and they gotta get the wishes back and you need to do that, you need to farm. Why don't I just farm? I don't, I don't care about getting your magic wish well back yeah. or whatever other stupid side things are in the few, like these like later games in the series. Yeah, I want to live a life. That's it. The only Harvest Moon games I was able to get into to an extent where I, like, I, I could, you could say I finished them uh -huh. uh, was the original Super Nintendo, Harvest Moon 64. There was one on Game Boy Advance, I think. Oh, yeah. It was like a sort of a uh, like a remake, demake Re of the yeah. 64 a, one, kind of. It was a demake of the 64 and the PlayStation version. Oh, yeah. The Friends was, of Mineral Town? Something like that. Yeah, it was like it was those two combined, and then there was one on on, uh, on Wii. I don't remember what it was called, but it, it kind of had more of that hokey like here's the rainbow sprites. You got to help them do their things, and it they, they eventually like made it to where mm -hmm. they would help you on your farm and stuff. So that kind of drove you to that point. Oh, okay. Um, but the best Harvest Moon game since Harvest Moon sixty four has been Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah. Which I know is, it's not actually a which is not game. An what is, game. I know, but it's 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 the best game that has captured that feeling. I don't know if you played Stardew Valley. I played it a bit, and I, I didn't have the time to get into it. But it's like it's like Harvest Moon sixty four on steroids. Yep, which is Harvest Moon on steroids. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, those, those games are wonderful. The great thing about Nintendo uh, Harvest Moon 64 is they didn't try to go crazy with the graphics. They kept it very simple, which means, you know, even nowadays you can go back and it's still, it looks a little fuzzy, but it still but it looks good. Up. Yeah, it looks, the, the graphics are charming. And the thing is, is on the 64, a lot of games didn't really hold up because they, they were like, polygons are the future. And it's like, oh, wow, this looks like trash now. Yeah. And the, the art style for Harvest Moon 64 inspired the Harvest Moon games for years and years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like those, the, the female suitors in that game, or suitorettes, if you will, uh, are still used in a lot of the games now. I kind of want to start talking about our choice of suitors and stuff, but I feel like that's that, going to be, be uh, yeah, that'll be yeah. for an episode someday. Yeah. What do you think of Harvest Moon 64, Chaps? I never played it. Um, no, I played Harvest Moon 64 a little bit with your brother-in-law. Um, but... I, I I never really got into it. It's not my type of game. I, I need a little bit more action going on. I, I don't really care about farming. 
Yeah, it's not my type. You I'm probably, not into Star. I'm not, I'm not into Stardew. No, I was gonna say you might appreciate it because it has like a little bit more, RP, a few more RPG elements and like it does, attacking going into the mines and stuff like that. I don't like Shops doesn't into like, a game. Shops doesn't like Final Fantasy VI and he won't play Octopath Traveler. Shops isn't an RPG guy. Shops is a, an occasional RPG guy. I won't disagree with that. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, that leads to uh, my next game that I think is held up uh, very well, which would be, uh, again, alluded to by Craig because he won't stop doing that. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's it's great. It's the, I can't think of a better game on the Sega Genesis. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, is That's that a the challenge. best game That's on the a challenge Sega Genesis? On the Sega Genesis? I would wow. say that like Streets of Rage 2 held up really well and is a good uh, competitor for Sonic 2. But, but, is, it uh, but is it better? But really is it like better? Shinobi's good, but is it better uh, than Chameleon? But is Chameleon better? But is it better than Sonic 2? Is there a game... Sonic 3 was really good. Sonic 3 was good, but it wasn't as good as Sonic 2. It, it had the okay. potential to okay. be better if they hadn't done that stupid thing where they're like, uh, we got to put this game out. Let's cut it in half and then bring out the second half later. Yeah, it has their potential. I argue that they are two separate video games because they were released as two different video games. And so you can't... A lot of people are like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the best Sonic game ever. And it's like, but they're not the same game. You can slap one in the other, but that does not make them the same game. Yeah. It's hard for me to think of one right now off the head, but I'll, I'll have to come back to that. That's well, very, maybe that'll Sonic be a topic is really, it's really good. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, you've got fantastic level design, fantastic yes. music. The graphics hold up today. Oh yeah. The, I mean, just the platforming is is top notch. There's it's not, so tight. I don't have anything against this game other than running with Tails and he messes up the bonus stages for you. Yeah, yeah. Tails. Uh, is that the bonus Tails stage the where you're running from for, from the front of the screen to the back in the half pipe? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I really like the bonus stage. For that. The bonus stage, it was, I mean, it was a little gimmicky. I feel like that's one of the like the drawbacks of Sonic 2. But oh, you know that what? they become skateboards, basically. But here's the thing. It's still better to me than all the other bonus games and all the other Sonic games. Yeah, like I, the balls I personally and... think Spheres is my favorite. I hate Spheres. I love Spheres. I hate Spheres. It's, it is a torture. Like, if you want to torture yourself, if you enjoy giving yourself pain, <laughs> you just play those all over and over. Also, I... Uh, Playing Sonic 1's bonus level gives me a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, what, Sonic, is, what is Sonic 1? That's the it's one where it's like pinball, the, right? It's sort of like pinball, except the pinball machine is constantly moving and yeah. twirling, and you're on an acid flashback in the back. Oh, panic attack. Super trippy. And you can't, you don't have full control over Sonic, he just kind of falls. Yeah, panic yeah, attack. I remember now. Yeah, I remember now. Um, yeah, Spears is my favorite Sonic bonus game, but Sonic 2 is still really good. Um, yeah, Sonic 2 is. So good. Can't recommend it enough. There you go. It's 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 arguably the best Sega Genesis game uh, ever. Currently, and this time, uh, at this podcast. As of this podcast. And, uh, Until I can think of more, because I have terrible memory. Well, that'll never happen, because you have terrible memory, and you're going to forget to think of it. Think of what? Exactly. I would even make the argument that Sonic 2 might be one of the best video games of all time. It's up there, for sure. sure. You know, I mean, it's so good. But is it better than my choice? Uh-oh. Which is Contra for the NES. It's a game that held up. That is one of the. Is that a better game than Sonic 2? I I, I think so- personally, Sonic 2, I would yeah. say yeah. Really? You yeah. would say Sonic 2 is better, and you would say Contra is better than Sonic 2? No, I would I would agree with Craig. Wow, I think Sonic really? 2 is a better video game. Uh, don't be wrong, Contra is phenomenal. It's so good. It's so good, but it's but is it Sonic 2? It's, it's a classic platformer. The controls are solid. Yeah. You, it's difficult, mm-hmm. but it's satisfying. After oh, you yeah. beat a level, there's so much satisfaction when you get spread. When you get the uh, when you get to the base levels, like everything about that game is satisfying. I think it would. To me, I don't feel as as satisfied when I beat a Sonic level than I do for a Contra because I don't think it's as hard. I, I will say that beating Contra 1 without the extra life code yeah. is one of probably my gaming cr- like crown jewels. Because it's a tough game. Yeah. It's yeah. real hard. Play it enough though. If you like, you know, like if you have the glitch. And uh, you know, you'll you'll have you'll know exactly what you have to do. It's got but great music too for the NES. It's, it's great. 
It is, and it's constantly speedrun. It's still up there in popularity. Here's, Sonic Two is speedrun as well, though. Here's uh, here, you know, you brought up the music, how it's great, and it is. I wouldn't say it's not, but like, here's the thing: I don't go back to go out of my way to listen to country music as often, nearly as often as Sonic Two. Well, it's music. different. The Sega had more capabilities. Like, you're not wrong. It's different tones, so it's harder to compare that part, I guess. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right. So, uh, no, but Contra, I mean, still, not to take anything away from it. Oh, yeah, not at all. It's still one of the best games yeah, made ever, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, There's it's a up. reason it's as popular as it is. Absolutely. I mean, it spawned uh, uh, not nearly enough sequels, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we had uh, a few solid Contra games after that, but uh, uh, really the Contra series, now well, Konami yeah, owns Konami it, so, just, you know. It was their fault. Uh -huh, yeah, that's on them. Um, so I guess my last choice for games that didn't age well. Yeah. And I guess this is gonna spur some controversy. Oh yeah. What do you got there, chops? Super Mario 64. No, no, this is a game you think didn't age well. Yeah, we're on the not aged well yeah, part. Yeah, Super Mario 64. What? Why? Why you gotta be this way, chops? And the controls are not good. Still incredibly tight. The camera angles change on you without concern. It is extremely difficult to judge your jumps from forward to back of the camera. And when you are climbing on poles, it doesn't matter what direction you're pushing in. Even if it's the right one, it pushes it. When you jump off, it sends you in whatever direction it wants you to. Hey, Chops. It is awful. You know how, You know what I have to, to contend with your list? Yeah. If you're good enough, you don't have to worry oh, about yeah, those Yeah, is, is that it? It is, honestly, because no. I am a, I'm pretty great at Mario 64, and I... Don't be wrong. The camera does not hold up as well. It was an early poly uh, polygonal graphic, you know, uh, uh, you know, polygons and stuff. You know, the, the camera's a little shaky from time to time. I'll admit to that. From time to time. Time to time. But for However, the most part, as long as you keep an eye on it, like, and, and keep, you, you kind of keep have using those C buttons you guys love so in much. Bowser stages, it is it is the worst enemy in those levels. In those, like, cave inside the castle missions where there's lava and there's platforms and things like that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those levels, the camera angles, are the worst enemy. They're worse than Bowser. If you play the game enough, I argue that you know where to set the camera so that it's not going to cause you issue. But no, I, I disagree with you. It is, it makes me die so much. And those pulls, those flag pulls, no matter what direction you're pushing it to jump off, it sends you whatever direction you want it to go. It, it wants to go in, not what you want. Chops, you make me die. I mean, hey. That's fine. This is going to be controversial. I know. Did you watch the uh, the 70 star race? At yeah, Sunday? they're amazing. Yeah. I, 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 Cameras weren't an issue there. Because they, they're, <laughs> they are the game. <laughs> They've melded into one. Which they only, are the camera angle. Which only proves Craig right. No. No, yeah, no, it does. No, it does. No, no, it is you, Chop. You can also say about skill. That's what it is. Say that to me about the original Guitar Hero, I guess. But yeah, arguably. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, there you go. You proved my point for me. It was too hard. There. That's one of the things. But the camera angles suck. You guys just need to get good. No. <laughs> All right, Craig. That's me now. I challenge you in Mario 64 because I'll win. Not against me. I just challenge you to beat it in 70 stars. I can beat it at 120 stars. No, 70 stars is the minimum. Oh, you mean just get 70 stars to beat the game? Yeah. Right, I mean, I can get 120 stars to beat the game. 70 stars is considerably easier, Chops. It is, I would argue it is 50 Fine. stars get a, easier. get 120 stars. I can, and I, I, want, I want you to record this after, after Ogre Battle. I usually do RPGs. Oh, switch it up. Are you a wuss now? Chops, it sounds like you need to shut your mouth. <laughs> and you know who's going to shut it? This guy. Yeah. The listeners at home can't tell, but I'm pointing at myself. Yeah. Well, good for them. I wish I could never tell you, but I'm here looking at your face. All right, Xander, your turn. Uh, I'm going to keep the Mario train going and say that the uh, original Super Mario Kart did not age very well. I. You know, I hear that a lot. A lot of people tell me that they don't think it aged well. And the key phrase is think, because I think it did. I mean, I know it aged well. <laughs> I, and this is, again, like following the same idea as the other games that I've said haven't aged well. Compared to what came after it, the way the mechanics worked, you go back to that and it's like, what am I doing? How did I ever do this as a kid? Do you not like F-Zero then? Not really. 
because I, I feel like that era of racing games, yeah, they're not as, you know, like 64 handled it a lot better at GameCube, etc. you know, moving forward. But I don't know. I, I really enjoy it still. I it's, enjoy F-Zero and I enjoy Super Mario Kart. Yeah, I'm not saying like the original Mario Kart's a bad game by any means. I just, I just when I go back to play it now, I'm trying to implement all the things that happened in the later games. And I just... Well, you can't do that. I know. They're not as advanced as that. Yeah, they're not in there, yeah. I still, I think it's a great game. I think it's aged really well. Man, that music. The music's no, really good. The music's great. <laughs> the music. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I still... I mean, I, I will, like, Mario 64, I'll defend to the death, because Chops is stupid and wrong, and I hate him. <laughs> However, I hate him. be a Legend of Retro, it's if a, can say this. <laughs> <laughs> Hypocrisy. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I, will, can, I will concede a bit that Super Mario Kart didn't age as well. I still enjoy it, but I don't know if it aged as well. I don't trust it. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. That's right. So what's what's your your number? Well, I guess not number one. What's your your last game that didn't age well? Crack Koopa Emoji King. This is going to probably surprise a fair amount of our listeners for as much as I hype up this series. Dragon Quest One on Nintendo or Dragon Warrior One, depending on what region you live. Here's the thing: when you Xander. When you walk up to the stairs in the video game, it's, you go upstairs, right? Right. That's not how it works in Dragon Quest. There is a menu, and it handles everything for you. And when I say that it handles everything for you, what I mean is that if you want to walk up those stairs, you go to the menu, and then you choose stairs, and then you go in. If you want to go through a door, you go to a door, and then you open the menu, and then you click door. It is, so, it is so clunky. It is so god-awful. It is not fun to play because of that. To top it off, you there's, like, it just, the grind is forever. It takes so long to grind out stuff. And it's worse than FF1. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And FF1 is slow. It's a little slow. And uh, uh, the, the kind of the... Uh, the I would say the icing on the cake is if you look at the Japanese version, you know, when you move around in, in you know, Dragon Warrior or in most games, you turn around. Like if you face up, your back is to the screen and you keep walking and it gives you that sort of sense of realism. In the original Japanese version, you're just face forward everywhere you go. You're just waving your little arm side to side and it's just your guy face first on the screen, always moving around. They added extra animation for the American version because when they brought it over, they're like, we think we can really sell. We think we can kind of. All right, let's spruce it up a bit before we get it out there. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior 1. I love the series. The Game Boy Color version uh, fixed everything. You know, it, it trimmed down the grinding. It uh, made things so much smoother. But it still isn't super clear on where you have to go. Oh, it's super vague. It's yeah. incredibly vague. I uh, I picked up the mobile version after playing Dragon Quest uh, Builders. Oh. Because I was like, oh, I should probably go back and experience this. And there's so many, like, random tie-ins. Every city is a different yeah. city that you rebuild in Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. So I got really interested. And I was playing it on my phone for a while. And I just didn't know where I was going next. And Honestly, so I was like, okay. You can beat the original Dragon Quest pretty quick. It's I, I would be interested to see the, the speed run for that because like it can't be that long. There's just a few things you have to do. You have to get a few key items, you have to save a princess, and then you oh, like, create this bridge with a few of those items you get, and you go fight the Dragon Lord, the final boss. Or Draco Lord. That's it. It's pretty quick. It's also kind of lonely. You're on your own the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> You're just wandering all by yourself. <laughs> you get... Uh, do you ever get teammates in the original Dragon Quest? No, you're no. always on your own. You're always just the hero. Interesting. It is uh, it is a really lonely game. All right, Craig, so your pick, and also the, the one that aged the best. Aged the best. Breath of Fire 3. Now, here's the thing. Breath of Fire 3 is, you know, like, okay, yeah, Craig loves his Breath of Fire. He's talked about that before. It's an RPG. Oh, yeah, it's Breath of Fire. It's a great series. But it was on the PlayStation. Look at all the other RPGs on the PlayStation 1. Not many of them held up very well. Like, especially graphics and stuff. The animation for Breath of Fire 3, because it's all just, like, uh, like pixel art and stuff, looks amazing. It looks so good. The music is phenomenal. The camera can be a little clunky from time to time just because it's, you know, PlayStation 1, and that's what it did. But all in all, it's such a solid game. Yeah. 
That's why I still always like the the pixel art in in that era more than I did the polygon. Oh like, yeah, oh, I can kind of see what I'm looking at now, and it's not going to be horrendous. In right. the game, it, it's very engaging. The storyline yeah. is so engaging; you feel for the characters, and there's there's a good amount of difficulty and variety in it where you can get frustrated, but you, you're still pulled to to beat it. Yeah, and I love the music of Breath of Fire. It is just one of my all time favorite RPG soundtracks. Akari Kaida. Worked wonders. It's so good. Also, of course, on uh, Rockman and Forte, yep. uh, uh, Mega Man and Bass uh, did the uh, was uh, one of the team that did that uh, soundtrack. And uh, it's, I mean, Atari Kaida is great. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so that puts me up next. Yes, sir. Um, and we've we've talked about this before. Um, this could very easily be one of the best video games ever made, uh-huh. uh, which would be Super Mario World for Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I've played this game on Game Boy Advance or on SNES with my friends. Like, I just love this game. It's, it's like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever gotten sick of beating it and then starting fresh over right away and beating it against. I recently on uh, YouTube went crazy. <clears throat> I'm completely sane. <laughs> uh, and uh, on YouTube, uh, in between one of my RPG long plays, I threw out a couple of episodes where I did a no death challenge. Got to, I uh, did a 30 minute episode, which is riding high. I was shooting for 100% completion in the game, not just to beat it. And uh, got to uh, 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 Gnarly, I believe it was. Tubular. 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 And that was, that was the, the mistake. You shouldn't have gone there first. too soon. I, I had to do it first because I knew that if I got there at the very end and died, I would hate myself. <laughs> but it made for much better content. Are you saying that my content is an amazing job? I'm saying that you were either possessed or you lost your sanity in that second one. I'm completely insane. <laughs> insane, Chops. yeah, completely insane. Completely insane. <laughs> There's nothing that is not sane about me, Chops. <laughs> so yeah, Super Mario World 2 or uh-huh. Super Mario World held up really, really well. It oh, did. Yeah, it did. What were some of your favorite things about the game? Um the mu- the music the graphical style is just like so just iconic for the Mario series. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when we got uh, Mario Maker uh, for Wii U and then on, on 3DS, my preferred style is always Super Mario. It's the most aesthetically pleasing to me. Oh and it, yeah, I mean, and here's the thing: it's it's funny because the all new Mario is also in that game, and it's like, oh, that's newer, it's better. It's not better. Yeah, it's Mario World. Um, and I and I struggled with this list between this and Super Mario Brothers three, both of which have aged phenomenally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. To me, this is the better game. Well, it, it is. is. It is a better game. And it's and it's crazy to think how much they changed Mario games when they came out. Mm-hmm. Like Super Mario three introduced all new mechanics, but it still felt like a Mario game. So the same Mario World took all those mechanics and screw this, we're good. Something to do with this, but it still felt like a Mario yep. game. So it's it's nuts to see this transition between these these one system generations and two completely almost different style of gameplays. But at the heart, there are these platformers that are just built on a foundation that's rock solid, mm-hmm. and that's why the game holds up so well. So you have this rock solid music, rock solid uh, gameplay with the platforming. And then they just add all this extra stuff, like the, the hidden star levels and then all the different Yoshis. And yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I, that I think is, is probably the most impressive. If you introduce this whole new mechanic of Yoshi, and that could have been enough. Oh, oh yeah. Been. But then they made four different versions. Yeah. <laughs> four extra versions. Or yeah. three extra uh, versions. Because you had red, red with shot fire. Yep. You had... Yellow, no purple. Yellow could fly, and when it stopped the ground, it uh, created like the pump of smoke. This purple, yeah, yellow always made the pump of smoke, and then blue could fly. Blue, blue, they could all fly depending on what. That's right. Yeah, you eat a blue shell. You're right. So yeah, yellow stopped the ground. Blue could fly. Red shot fireballs, and uh, I think that's it, right? And green was green. It was regular Yoshi. Different Yoshi uh, shells and do different things. Yeah, and what was really cool is no matter what Yoshi you had, could do that. Yeah, depending on the shell you had. So if you were if you were the blue, no matter what shell you had, you always flew. But then you would also spit out just a green shell, yep. fireballs, or stomp, and so on. Yeah. So there's no reason why that should have been that thought out for introducing a new mechanic. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the best part is, is Miyamoto was like, and like when they went to the drawing table, they're like, all right, Miyamoto, what are we doing this time? And he's just like, I want Mario to ride a dinosaur. <laughs> all right. And they were like, I, I, that's it. He's just like, yeah, let's let's work with that. 
Oh, and also you got to play Bonkos every time he's on the dinosaur. Oh yeah, so good. Yep, Such a, so good. Was it you that didn't didn't realize that there were Bonkos on Yoshi until we did an episode on it? No, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, it, it's hard to notice unless you jump back and forth and you're listening for it. it it's almost it's like seamless. It just flows in. Right. Yeah. So that brings us to our last game that aged well from Jobs. Yes, and I went with, and I'm sure you all guessed it. It's a Mega Man game. I went with Mega Man Two. I. It's not my favorite Mega Man game, but it is. I would say probably the best original Mega Man game. Uh, close to three. I always flip between the two of them. But two itself, though, since it was a second iteration of the series, and you go to play it today, and it works just as well as the first time I picked it up. Yeah. Music, variety of levels, variety of bosses, mechanics are just so solid. It's it's an amazing executed game, amazingly executed game that I think it's right up there next to as one of the best games of all time. Yeah. Next to Sonic 2, next to Link to the Past. I, I would, yeah, I could, I could see the argument for that, absolutely. And it's interesting to me because, like, if you look at Mega Man 1, it's a little rough, you know? Yeah, it is, the, yeah. the controls aren't quite as tight. Uh, the, the, the level design isn't quite as good. And the, the music is solid. I really like the music. But, uh, it, yeah, there's just, it's something's a little missing from it. And Mega Man 2 picked it up and then ran. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, like, and even if you make the claim, like, oh, well, the later Mega Man games weren't as good, they were still fun games. Yeah, the, the fun never stopped, but it peaked right at two. And I'd argue three. What? Nothing. I'd argue three. Yes. <laughs> I know. Two and three. I, I flipped back and forth on them. I, I feel like it almost, you could argue, they plateaued at that point. Yes, yes. And then they well, you peaked down, at yeah. two and then plateaued at three. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but I. I, I it's one of my fondest games I've played. I love watching speedruns of it. I never get bored of that. And, yeah, it's just, it's a great, great game. I mean, did you have anything you want to say on it, Xander? Um, I just, I, in my original list, I had Mega Man X listed. Yeah. And I then I think these two are, are kind of interchangeable. And the thing that impresses me both about Mega Man 2 and Mega Man X is how well they train you to play the game without beating you over that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, any, anytime you come up across a new obstacle or a new enemy, it's in a completely safe and neutral zone, so you can figure it out. And then you know ne- the next time, like, oh, this is this is what I have to do now. Right. Yeah, um, it's like as soon as I was like, yeah, lots up here. Like, hey, there's, there's no way to die. Yeah, it's safe. It's completely fine. And then when you start jumping, there's a pit beneath you. Yeah. And you better it's learn. Like, oh, you play. got this? Cool. Let me introduce a lava pit underneath you. <laughs> oh, let me introduce some enemies that are going to be yeah. firing at you. You don't notice the difficulty curve when you're playing it because it's so natural. Yes. But it is there. And yep. If you look at the, mechan- mm-hmm. the the architecture of the game, it's totally there to teach you how to play. Yeah. And uh, that's why it's one of those games, like in a lot of the NES games, that's what they talk about, trial and error. Yeah, uh-huh. but there are also a, a bunch of games that also uh, required you to read the construction manuals. I've kind of uh, started to learn as I just recently hacked my NES Mini and I've got all the games. Uh, oh, nice. And as games. I go back to play like certain games that I've never, like uh, LPJ recommended Power, uh, Power Blade to me. Yes. It took me a while to figure out what I was doing. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I kind of wish I had an instruction manual like it'd be like, oh, that's what this one, that's what this does. But it's a great game. It is fun. I like it a lot. Uh, but where like Mega Man's like, oh, this is self-explanatory. And right. Even when you get new weapons, and, and they started doing this in later games, they show you how the weapon works. Right. Yeah. And there's no, you know, there's no real penalty for trying things out and stuff like that. That's, that's what I love about Mega Man 2, and then also, like I said, Mega Man X. I think also does it extremely well. Absolutely. But uh, that that covers all the games that, or at least not all the games, I would say, but the games that we've come prepared to talk about yeah. <laughs> that have aged well and have not. Uh, if you have any uh, gripes with what we've said, particularly Chops, join the Discord. It's always <laughs> Super Mario 64, man. I don't. It's so good. How can you wait on it? I don't like it. You want to tell me my is still good? It's fine. I yes, get it. It is still good. We're gonna no, tell what you. I don't understand. Because I would understand. I would get it if Chops was like, you know what? Uh, I don't like GoldenEye, and I don't like Mario 64, I don't like the Nintendo 64. Be like, all right, okay. You know, he has a chip on his shoulder for the Nintendo 64, but you'll like GoldenEye. Yeah, I do. But you complain about the control or the, the camera yeah, and they're completely controls. Different so. games. But they're both 64. But they're completely different games. 
I just, I don't get your chops. You know, not many people do. I mean, at least he's consistent. Tomb Raider and Mario 64 had the same kind of issues that he had. Controls and cameras. Yeah, let's critique me here on the show. Jeez. No, no, um, I, I, was trying to, I was trying to be on your side with this part. No, I just say, I go <laughs> against anything you guys say about me because I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm so beaten down. I just don't know anymore. Cool. Let's talk about how Wag Shot's not a good No! <laughs> I don't really kind of like Wag Shot. They go to Dumpler. I'll and, oh. and I'll be able to chime in. Quack shots. Um, but no, yeah, this is. Please tell us on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Legend of Retro is on there. Or you can go on our website, gamesofmedia.com, and check out our other stuff or bug us on there and go to Patreon and support us. But, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, we're really happy about it. And um, you guys have any last minute kind of things you want to mention while we're here? Uh, you know, I, I do. I really want to thank the, the Michigan Science Center for putting on the vintage video games oh. after dark. You know, it's a really cool thing. And, uh, uh, you know, gamers don't get a ton of. Uh, they don't. They don't get to be out in the sunlight very much, you know. They don't get to go uh, go outside very often. So it's nice to have events like this. But there is one more important thing I did want to uh, bring up. That chops is stupid into that game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I almost said it myself. Just as a guess of what you were going to say. You guys are awful. You know, chops, is, chops is great, and I love it. Okay, okay. All right. Well, okay. Stop maniacally laughing. Thank you for listening to this special episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. We'll catch you all next time when the legend continues, but not test. Boom test. Boom test. Boom test. Boom. Thank you.